We set up a time to meet prior to when we start. When you show up three minutes before you start. I was here. I was trying to get this thing situated. It sucks. I show up typically an hour before the show. Yeah, tell the people why their time is invaluable. to bill russell's first day off the show yeah so like what are we gonna do i was all uh where's bill wait a minute what are we gonna do here bill is yeah we fired his ass he gone he gone yeah we heard that uh something very disturbing that he did um i really haven't thought up the really disturbing thing but i wanted to think up this really disturbing thing that i was gonna say that he did so just think like the worst thing in your imagination and bill did that so yeah, that's why he's not on the show. So his grandmother is going to replace him. Oh, that would be epic. So yeah, Joe, you missed last week. We had new Joe on. We did. Yeah, he, he's. I was watching. He seems uh pretty cool. He's a nice guy. He yeah, is. yeah. You know what's funny fun. is like how straightforward he is. He doesn't sugarcoat it. Like he yeah. wasn't afraid to just be like, yeah, no, they built that tool wrong. They didn't listen to us. They should have called us. Like, and it's like. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, okay. Confident. No, he doesn't hold any punches. It's funny, and it's funny watching him and, uh, you know, Jim Bergman go back and forth and, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. You've seen that. That's, that was probably cool. I don't see that. I feel like they probably Joe, have good discussions, yeah. I feel like we're watching, like, an old um, Bruce Lee what? movie right now with Joe because oh, really? he talks and his lips move a few minutes later. Oh, so. It's like a poorly dubbed movie. Well, he does speak Canadian, so that is true. true. You guys, I can't even express how ridiculous some of the stuff that Joe, especially in the mornings, he'll text in the morning and you're like, the hell is he saying? Like, the best, the best part about it is as soon as he's done, you're like, what? And he's like, well, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we don't. Oh, wait. I, I, uh, uh, in case everybody else knows, guys, I'm not one of those guys who, you know, like after you do a spell, like you you don't spell something right. You know how you guys all, oh, um, this is your correct spelling. Oh, and uh, that star. No, no. I don't put anything. If you don't get it, then fuck it. I'm not putting nothing. You got to so be smart enough to get it. Basically, everything it. that Joe ever says in our chat, we only understand like every third phrase that he says. Because like half the time he's just rambling and we're like, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's why I don't, don't bother. Know. Yep. <laughs> So yeah, Bill's out today. Um, he's in the chat. Yeah, what the hell? There he yeah. is. What the hell? So, the internet has converted to metric when it hits the border. We were. Uh, why don't we get back to what we were talking about before we started, eh? 
Yeah. So <laughs> last what? week I cut in a new return into my existing um, furnace cabinet, whatever you want to call it that I have. Uh, so I have a furnace sitting on a platform with a, with a bottom return or whatever, and it's just pulling from the hallway in my house. And so it's like a wooden box and then yeah. there's like a return grill cut into the face of it. Yes. Yeah. And so um, I'm not completely done, but I did a rough cut of a new return, uh, put in some temporary um, heart and coolie grills because we're waiting on some nicer um, Kruger grills to come. Yeah. I don't know where he went. Did he like point? Um, he went like this, like he was leaving or something. I don't even know. He said, see you <laughs> later. <laughs> but um, we're going to be putting in some new Kruger, nice, uh, open, less restrictive. But for now, I just put in some heart and coolie ones just to make it look decent look at that Hold on. oh we traded we traded what do we got here something better than what you had yeah there we go hey, where's the, where's that no spelling jerk off at i heard him talking about spelling yeah he just left a minute ago and now he's back hey there he is with his gravy colored shirt what are you doing here joe uh you know i decided to come on today are you wearing a potato sack tonight what is that <laughs> I think actually goes nice with my skin tone, to be honest. That's true. Sure. Yeah, it is. It's a nice golden olive color. Yeah. So what do we got going Where on there, you, Bill? I'm in an emergency walk-in cooler call, right? You look like you're Bro. working on a shitty master-built unit. I don't even know what it is, dude. It's like it's a no-name brand. Oh. Uh -huh. No, actually, there is a name brand on it. What is this thing? Right there. Refrigerated Solutions Group. RSG. Oh, yeah weird uh, uh yeah so it was uh running downstairs i got upstairs and that see that little thing right there yeah did it just bounce off the shaft it just fell off yeah but the thing was is when i got here i was checking the thermostat checking my liquid line solenoid downstairs and i had no power going to my liquid line solenoid so i was troubleshooting downstairs for a good 20 minutes and then i'm like it must be there must be some sort of defrost timer upstairs so i came upstairs Sure enough, there was. It was just in defrost. I got up here, kicked itself out of defrost, and that is when I heard the uh, the fan banging around. But you know what I'm going to do? They're getting the big picture, man. I'm going to go through, while I'm up here tonight, all these units. I'm going to PM these things. I'm cleaning those condensing <laughs> coils over there. Capacitor is getting changed out over there. That one, I heard one of the condensing fan motors squealed one time. All new I'm condensing fan motors in that one. 100%. And, and 100%. This is because you're not wearing headphones and you can hear everything from across the room. I can right? I can hear a pin drop. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear a drop of pee coming out of a camel's wiener up here. That's how clear I can hear. <laughs> that one over there, TXV, I can see it from here. 100%. TXV is bad. Sure. <laughs> that exhaust, that needs a new belt over there. I guarantee it. It's not even running. You need a you need a new fan blade and fan motor for that thing. You're gonna put the blade on there temporarily. Or you're just gonna leave it off all weekend. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I got zip ties and tape. I'll probably tape it back on there. But see, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put the shaft. Like I'm not gonna put the shaft through the actual hub of the motor of the uh, fan blade. Oh, you're gonna tape it to the hub. To the side. No, I'm gonna tape it to the side, so it's like off center, so it's like spinning like this. Yeah. 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 You get more air knows air when it's running. Yeah, so you just tell them, like, you guys will know when it's running because you'll hear it. Did the uh, did the blades like tear apart when that thing came off or what? No, luckily, I don't think it was spinning fast enough. Let's take a deeper look at this thing. Yeah, it didn't look like it. It looked like it just spun off the shaft. Yeah, it looks like it. 
Somebody just didn't tighten it on right or what? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I was trying to figure out um, trying to find the guy who did the final inspection on this, but it's not listed. Dang, it's that bad. They don't even have a final inspection. Doesn't even say no. Don't you love the ones where uh, someone will sign off on the inspection, like leak, leak test. And it's like, how could you leak test it? They literally didn't braze yeah. the last point, but they leak tested it. and They, they leak checked it. They eyeballed it. Yeah. Luckily, that motor is spinning because I don't think I have a rescue motor tonight for that thing. So, See, it's so interesting, like the stuff that I stock in my truck on a regular. We always have those motors. because we use Unless, I mean, I do have a... Uh, what is that? A nine one two five Fasco motor on my a truck nine, that I ninety seven twenty one that would work for that. So that's the one I probably have. Yeah, yeah. When in doubt, make up a number. What is that? Is that a leak? I think I see oil here, Mister Stevens. Oh. I don't know, man. Big picture. I might bring my vacuum pump up here, sucking it down. What do we got in here? What is that? Nine forty eight A. The hell's a nine forty eight A? Maybe a, maybe a 448A. I mean, it could be, or it could be fucking 948A, which is what I'm going to say it is. But it came with an American flag, so that's cool. <laughs> that's a good point. Made with pride in the USA. That's actually kind of surprising because the evaporator downstairs isn't made with pride in the USA. Well, you see how <laughs> shitty the design is. That's because it's made in the USA. That's true. Yeah, it's probably assembled. I mean, the guy who engineered this thing, he probably still can't afford a car. He's driving a riding a bus to work every day. So <laughs> was it my dad? My dad was saying something the other day. He he just got a new uh truck, and I was telling him that I'm thinking about getting a smaller truck, a Toyota Tacoma is what I'm thinking about getting. He's like, Yeah, he goes, I, I need to have an American truck. And I go, Fucking Toyotas are made here, bro. Like they're <laughs> I mean, the parts come from everywhere else, but so does everything else. But they're assembled here. Like, hey, if it's good enough for Marty McFly, it's good enough for me. That's right, hundred percent. Well, for a daily driver, look at this thing. Yeah, for a daily driver. Look at that. These fans are spinning way too fast. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got to do something about that, my friend. Yeah, that's way too fast. I got to put some plumber's putty on that shaft or something. Slow it down a bit. <laughs> Give it some resistance. Yep. Thank oh goodness. man, no this is why my service calls take so long because I just f off like half the time. Just, <laughs> I just like walk around looking at shit. This is a hundred percent the truth because this is what we experience with Bill all the time. So, how oh, uh, how far is that's this right? I was working on this. What'd you say, Adam? How far is that from your house, Bill? How long of a drive was this? Oh, uh, this is just about an hour. Hmm. Let's about, see. In Southern California, that's about five miles. Five miles away. <laughs> For Bill, that was six hundred miles because he does like two hundred miles an hour. Get this is like my. This is like just in my backyard, dude. This is one of the closest service calls that I've ever had. Wonder how I that thing just fell off there. I never understood the reverse airflow. It's the dumbest freaking invention ever. That's a reverse airflow blade, and I hate those. They're just dumb. Because no, I think you're right, Christopher. Yeah, and nobody stocks reverse airflow blades, so. Mm. Well, you know what you do? You just take a regular one and flip it around. Yeah, and you can put a 9721 on it, and you reverse the rotation and call it a day. Uh, you know what I'm always confused by? is like right there where it says CCWE, like uh, when you're reversing rotation, and it says shaft end, things like that. I can never yeah. remember when you're holding the motor, which end is the shaft end? Is the shaft end facing away from you or facing towards you? Or is it the, the back of the shaft end at the back of the motor? 
it's looking at the motor. So you're face to face with the shaft. You're always looking at the motor. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. You are. Yeah. No matter like where you're holding it. That's a good point, Adam. And it's clockwise facing the shaft. Like if the shaft was to poke you in the eyeball. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, sometimes and then the opposite would be lead end. So this light is just not cooperating with me at all. No, it's making is our that the worse. Is that a Milwaukee light, Bill? You got to get on Olight, man. You got to get an Olight. Oh, you still like the Olight, Joe? Oh, I love it. Put, on the, put it on the head. I'm I'm all Olight still, but since you you showed me them a long time ago. Well, see, might... I do have my uh, my little one right here. This little guy. That's not bad. No. Oh, oh, that's something else. Never mind. What what kind of an NTE are you working with tonight, Bill? $97. <laughs> so oh, basically, God. you're walking around not charging. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's why I'm giving the big picture on everything else. Nice. I'm like, oh, by the way, your ERV is bad on the roof. Did you know that? I'm like, we don't have an ERV. I'm like, well, you do now. Yep. <laughs> you don't have enough return airflow, so I cut a hole in the side of your AC. So, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I sealed up all your ducks up on the roof with flex seal. <laughs> oh, yeah, that reminds me. Check out this dealio right here. Look at that. Yep. That's See nice. that? That's real nice, man. Feel tight going down into the roof. Yep. Mm -mm, good. Totally. Make up sure you right uh, make sure you tighten in the flat portion of the shaft, Bill. You don't want yeah. this to happen again. Yeah, that's exactly what I was I'm thinking. Trying to, but I'm I'm distracted right now. It might help if you use both hands. Just saying, you know. But who's gonna hold my phone? Right. Right. That's a good point. I hope I cut myself. On. Show must go on. You know what I really need is some of them T handles. Yes. Those are cool, yeah. I keep them both. All right. That looks pretty good right there. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Liza Raga Edgar. Um, he says that we should give away some tools to make Friday more interesting. I think we should give away Joe's Rotten Tools. Yeah. We don't it, have any tools to give away. It doesn't Joe still have a gift card to give away from oh. know, last year? <laughs> and the Christmas before, I think. I still got to use my money. I like... I'm thinking of getting the uh, putting it you towards the uh, recovery machine. I was telling Chris about the uh, that 45 there, the field piece. I might get one of those. Yeah, Joe, you've been talking about making a video uh, since December for what? For the giveaway? Oh, for that? Yeah, yeah. I made a video. Yeah. I didn't even I didn't even bother putting on that video. You already made the video? No, I made a video, but what, I didn't put that on it. it was just like, oh, that's gay. Joe, I will take the gift card off your hands. <laughs> give it away. Would take that gift card. I know. Just give it away I'm right now, Joe. You. Listen, I know, right? I should. So, actually, so, you know what? Let's do this. We were, uh, what we were talking about was I cut a new return opening, a second return for my existing system, and uh, the pressure drop like decreased dramatically. So originally, the pressure drop across my uh, my return grill basically was what did I say? It was 0.217. Well, that was think of it also as it's not just the pressure drop across the return grill because you do have a box there. Yeah, that's true. There's a little bit more to it. So it's like call it your return plenum. So the pressure of the return plenum was originally 0.217. And after I cut in the second return, it's now 0.08. 
So and it's now, how Chris can't sit on the couch and watch TV anymore because it's so loud. Yeah, no, it's annoying. Uh, it's oh. disturbing how loud it is. <laughs> My wife's all, is that going to be that loud all the time? I'm like, no, no. Yeah, be like, we're turbocharging the system. I'm doing this for you. I want you to be well, comfortable. You know, this is how we live now. My filter's already plugging up, and it's only been. Uh, I did this on the 22nd of July. Uh, the pressure drop across my filter was 0.32, and as of today, it's 0.46. You're using a pleated filter too, huh? Yeah, I always use pleated uh -huh. filters, so yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a little bit of damage on the inside of that coil now that I, uh, now that I see there, it. Stay there, let me stay there a little bit longer, find a few more things. Uh, Nice and clean. I mean, for 97 bucks, I can't find too many other things. Yep, that's right. I can't believe they give you $96. It's not 96 It's oh. NTE's $500, dude. I'll probably have to buy my own food when I go. But, it, Joe, the NTEs don't mean that he can't get that much. It just means that you can work until $500, and then you have to request a price in Queen. Yeah. But... If it's an so, emergency, you got to do what you got to do to get it working. Gotcha. Bill, Bill's pretty slow right now at work, so he, he, what he's going <laughs> to do is walk around and like you know kind of put. That's why I'm big picture in everything, man. <laughs> yep. I'm even cleaning up the roof too. I'm sweeping up here, picking up trash. <laughs> I found yeah. bottles and half a sandwich. Did you eat, Did you eat it? it? I took a bite. Nice. Remember, you guys had those stale. What were they in the house? Stale chips. Yeah, when or we stayed in all oh, the raisins. Yeah. No, we rented an Airbnb in Florida, and I think there was crunch berries in the. Uh, oh, that's the right. Cabin. Yeah, the captain. The berries too. It was just the berries, and uh, Bill sticks his hand in there and just takes a bite of them, and he's all, "Yeah, those are definitely stale." <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Eating well, some random no ass crunch berries. He also wanted to go swimming in the hot tub too. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. Imagine how much air would have been in there if I would have swimming in the hot tub. Imagine how much other stuff is in that hot tub and it's never been cleaned and hot tubs free. Uh, look at that sight glass. Giant cesspools of it's either clear or empty, one of the two. Hey, <laughs> it's a gamble. So it's running now. Yeah, buddy. Hmm. I would see. Yeah. That's warm. That's about beer can cold. It's about whiskey bottle warm. Perfect. Perfect. We're good right there. Fans are going spinny, spinny. Yeah. Coil is clean. I mean, the system's only about a year old. Imagine talking to the manager like that. Okay, your fans are going spinny, spinny. They got warm <laughs> whiskey. <laughs> how else? How else do you describe it? <laughs> Just gotta break it down layman's terms, you know. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, he's lucky if I use words and don't just use sounds. I'd be like, your span's going, brrr. your compressor's going. He's like, what are you a maniac? Like, yeah, bro. That's. Funny. I describe things with sounds. That'd be epic. I'm a real man. It's done now. Okay. So what else? You guys oh man. Your week going this week. Uh, right on. All right, guys. I'm going to jump off here so I can button this thing up and hit the road. All right, buddy. We'll see you. Deuces. Peace. See ya. What? Wait, wait, wait. Let me kick you off, Bill. Oh, wait. Okay. I was going to say in case he ends the show. Since he's a moderator, he could technically end the show from his phone. Oh, no way. Yeah, I'm going to bounce him out right now. Nice.
Yeah, drive safe for real. Gentlemen. Oh, there he yeah. bounced out. Okay, cool. Without messing. So that uh, this week, what happened this week? This, uh, you know, the passive house that I was talking about for a long time that I'm working yeah. on. Yeah, I installed that uh, that wall cap. That's installed now. Um, and um, yeah, so it's all painted. You, post final pro- you posted the final product right on the wall, or you just showed us? I can't remember. I just showed you guys. I was. I was debating whether or not to post it or wait till it's actually running with okay. the hood in that because I want to have the end switches and everything connected and whatnot. But yeah, I I could do it. I want um, I want to know what the homeowner is going to think when he goes out there one day and he just looks up and it says A Team Heating and Air. I, I showed him that. I showed him the video because he was wondering what it looked like and uh-huh. he he said it was cool or whatever. But I actually took the sticker off. Oh, okay. The reason why I took it off is because I had that damper flap. It's aluminum nearby. And I don't know if you guys did we talk about this the whole painting sh- shebang I don't know, we talked about it on the show. Um, we talked about it. So I tried cleaning the galvanized steel with vinegar. I tried cleaning it with freaking you name it. I cleaned it with. I tried roughing it up with sandpaper. I primed this thing. I don't know two or three times. Like not the entire thing. I would try like one side or whatever, and then it would just you just lightly do this and it would come right off again so i'm like what the crap i was getting so frustrated um i found this like degalvanized and metal etching stuff that you spray on it uh-huh and this stuff is amazing it really? like changes the you know how, like um if you buy flat stock it's like almost it it's almost like glittery like it's very fine particles that you see in there mm-hmm. when you spray this stuff on it after 20 minutes it looks like big, like quarter inch and half inch, like flecks of metal. Like it changes oh, wow. the look of the the steel, you know. Hmm. Um, but anyways, it worked great after that. Problem was, I accidentally sprayed a little bit on the aluminum damper, so it it kind of like messed up the oh, look on it. Yeah. So I yeah, pulled yeah. the sticker off, and then I I sanded both sides just to buff it up and make it look nice again. And I just Got never it. put the sticker back on it. Got it. Um, but uh, what else? Oh. They're pushing to get the guy moved in. the The entire house has got to be drywalled, um, so they're getting but ready. You're not to done. Do. You you haven't done everything yet, right? So um, we have to. I have to air balance everything, um, and then it has to be verified by a hers rater. And um, the problem is the geothermal heat pump is not has not arrived yet. So they were like, everyone's freaking out. What should we do? What should we do? And I just threw it out there to the owner on like this group text with the general contractor, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, I can't do it for free, but we could install <laughs> like a variable speed furnace and I could use that, you know, I could duck that in and we could use that to air balance the system. And he's like, um, so we could for sure get this done. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm confident in it. And uh, he just he pulled the trigger like that. All right, let's let's freaking install a furnace. I think that's hilarious because a lot of people are like, oh man. So he he straight bought a furnace just to put in there. Just to test. He, he bought just a furnace to test the airflow. Yeah. And then remove the furnace. Yeah. And then put yeah. in his geothermal unit after. <laughs> no, is this that's after fucking fi- money right there? Yeah, for real, fucking money. Now, is this after, like, is there an inspector inspecting this or after, before? Like, how does that work? Um, it's, uh, they, they call them HERS raiders. They, oh. uh, yeah, they, like, basically, I don't it's know. It's a third-party auditor is right. what it is. Oh. It's a unbiased auditor that comes in and so, audits the job. 
I don't really know all the different scope of what hers Raiders, what they measure do. airflow, verify installations, depending on the, right. the what they need. But he's um, also verifying the uh, the blower door numbers, which oddly enough. So check this out. This is another thing that happened earlier this week. Was it Tuesday? We hired uh, aero, an aero seal company to come in and seal the ductwork. And the reason why we did this is because a lot. This is a, like a hundred plus year old house. A lot of the duct runs are like tight against the mm -hmm. ceiling or like in a joist space or whatever, where it's like impossible to seal the ductwork. So I just thought, screw it. We're gonna hire, hire Aero Seal. They went from a it, it went from uh, 330 CFM of leakage, and this is a big system, tons of ducts in this house, right? 330 CFM of leakage, um, and that is including I looped in both ERV systems into the um, the ductwork. So I'm doing two sets of ERVs and the duct system all in one shot. 330 down to 9.6, I believe, was the final number of CFM um, leakage. That's after you line the inside and stuff, or whatever you call uh, it? They sprayed AeroSeal. It's like this like polymer, whatever. I don't know what it is. He said the, the basis of it, it's what they make bubble gum out of. Oh, wait. I, thought it was I, I was tempted gum. to like chew on it a little bit, but I didn't do it. <laughs> didn't do it. That's cool. I, I, that stuff seems cool. I never you did it before, but it seems pretty. What's pretty the cool. what's the what's the one when they do the whole house? That one's interesting too. Arrow barrier. They actually just oh, did that wow. yesterday at the same house. So they closed off the house. They did it. This guy they ran it until nine o'clock at night, and yeah. then they thought the police were going to come because you know whatever. <laughs> um, so they shut it down, but uh, they're not happy with the numbers where it ended up at. So um, they found where the leakage is at, and they're going to go back and try to like patch it up, and they might do a second round of aero barrier after the drywall, but they're going to test it. So this is a 5,000-square-foot house. They got the CFM50 down to just over 1,000 on a 5,000-square-foot house, and their goal good. is to at least hit 600 CFM50 for this house. That's their goal. Where do you think the leak? Did they tell you where the leaks? They found the leaks. Like where were they coming from? Yeah, he described to the general contractor. He said, "All right, it's like right here. You could see this the mist of the crap coming out of the house." Um, and what happened was these guys, the carpenters, they're doing like a what do they call it? Like a what is that ceiling called? Where they like drop down the ceilings in dining rooms and stuff, where it like raises up in the middle. You know what I mean? Mansard ceiling. I don't know what it's called. You know what I'm talking about? No. I was like a it's it's like a stepped ceiling in a house. I can't think of what it's called. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, they have something like that. So they put plywood around the edges, like maybe two feet around the edges of the ceiling in two rooms. And they think that the spray foam guys couldn't reach all the way in there. Mm. And they did a crappy job at foaming. So they're gonna pull all that down oh. and then bring the spray foam guys out and hit all those areas again. Wow. My actual you know, HVAC life said be, tray ceilings. Tray. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be so hard to take an existing structure and make it this yeah. airtight. Like as much, I mean, building from the ground up with a, a contractor that knows what they're doing and, you know, then you could build a tight house, but trying to make an existing place sounds like a nightmare well, dude like right now they were like yeah it failed and they were talking about it. I'm, I'm, i had the conversation with one of the guys you know the gc and he's like yeah they we're just not happy with the numbers is a thousand i'm like by all rights for this size house like a thousand is crazy tight like a thousand what's the, what's the square footage again five thousand 
gee many Christmas. Yeah. So your house, you have like a, what, a 2000 square foot house? Uh, 1700, no, 1700 square feet or something. 1700 and, square feet and you're at a thousand. Yeah. I'm at a thousand. That's freaking crazy. So yeah. more than twice your house. Yeah. Two and a half times the size of your house. Uh, so yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. That's nuts. That's crazy. Crazy, crazy. I had a bunch of work out in the desert this week and it's just ridiculously hot out there. I did a, uh, I did a job. I went out there and you know, I, I don't like to have to go back places twice, but we had a 15 ton package unit that had two bad compressors. And I told the customer, I was like, we're going to do these, but we got to do them. I'm not doing them both in one day because I was like, I don't want to be on the roof. I don't want my guys on the roof for freaking 12 hours. You know, like, no, we're not going to do that. Cause it's just, it's difficult to get out there. And once you get in the 115, 120 degree heat, you slow down like to a snail's yeah. pace because your body's just slowly dying as you're up there. Yeah. And, uh, but what did we <laughs> so, do? We went out there and we got them all done in one day. Awesome. <laughs> but I took another tech. I wasn't originally planning on taking another tech with me. So I took another tech and we were able to knock it out in like six hours each. So, but awesome. two, seven and a half ton compressors um we did our best like we brought our mechanical lift and we lifted them onto the roof like we could have lifted them up but it was just like man it's just we didn't want to struggle and you got it down to like what 250 microns oh we actually did mm -hmm. yeah did you really yeah nice. yeah legit i got it on video dude i pulled it down i pulled it down to like 300 microns and then uh we did a decay test i think it came up to oh. 600 microns measure quick pass that's one of those systems that i was i was thinking that hey man this is like you're not you're having a hard time pulling down you're pulling down on oil and this and that it's a pain in the ass and it's 120 some degrees outside whatever it is like man no but i use the true blue hoses and i mean it was it was you know i think the total evacuation time i think if i remember looking on the, the report was 55 minutes but we just threw the vacuum pump on on one compressor and then the second one took another hour but um we just did our lunch and stuff like that while it was pulling the evacuation so but they were happy but that was uh that was an expensive one. And I, I got a verbal approval, but then when I totaled it all up, I kind of felt guilty. I'm like, Oh shit, I should have gotten a written approval for this. Like, <laughs> yeah, but Oh, well needed to be done. They'll, they'll pay it. So yeah, yeah no it choice. is what it is. I was, uh, I was speaking of uh, heat exhaustion. I seen in the group, a track overtime group that I, I briefly see it, seen it. An eight year old fell off the roof doing an AC or something. Really? An eight year old. Yeah, 18 18 year old boy oh, it's whatever I don't, I don't know the whole story if maybe somebody in chat could post it but i don't know was it like a it. news article or just somebody was there and they watched a dude fall i think it was a news article i yeah it was like pretty big headlines i don't know huh. that's what i seen it was pretty quick i seen it yeah i did I not know. see this nor here but i also haven't paid much attention to social media in the last couple weeks because i've just been super yeah. busy sad. i know with work and all that crap. Oh, someone said 40 foot off of a movie theater. Freon Leon said 40 feet. Holy shit. Dude. So Damn. there was one, um, I knew of a contractor. He was working out of state, like illegally, right? He went and did a job in another state just mm. without, you know, cause he doesn't have a contractor's license there. But anyways, he was an electrician and, uh, he was at that job and there was other trades on the roof and someone fell through the skylight and died. And um, he said when that happened, he goes, he just picked his shit up and said, see you guys in three weeks. Like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. He left. It had nothing to do with him, but he was just like, because he wasn't supposed to be there anyways. And he was like, the last thing he needed was OSHA and all that crap. So he just bounced. And that's so you guys are not allowed. 
So unless you're a contractor, you can't go work in different states? No, no. You have to have a license gotcha. in different states. I mean, if they require licensing, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. You pay your taxes least. and your fair shares and all that good stuff. I mean, that dude, if he's alive, 40 foot falls, that's, that's brutal, man. Business. Yeah, that is brutal. That's scary. Just knowing you're going to fall for it. Oh, man. Ugh. How do you? Someone said, how do you fall off a roof cleaning coils? I mean, you know, you, you'd be surprised depending on who they are, where they walking on the edge of the roof. You know, there's so many variables. Nobody knows, but they could have been climbing up the side of the roof with an extension ladder and falling off, you know? Hey, this guy, is he talking about my system? Did he show up in my, maybe my wife called him and came across it up. Oh, <laughs> is it, that's right. You oh, didn't want to garage. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Oh, if it works, guess, right? Yeah, until your compressor goes with no oil return. But well, I, I don't know. I fixed, yeah. I fixed that problem. What'd you do after? Um. Well, I don't think it was the oil issue. I mean, maybe it was the oil oh, issue. Stop, Adam. Stop, stop. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's let, let's read the question or briefly talk about the question just in case people are listening to it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Good point. Joe. Yeah. So what is he talking about? He came across a setup at a house. Two air handlers, one condenser, liquid lines, solenoid, liquid lines on air handler, tease in suction. So two, so liquid line solenoid on each liquid line on the air handler. Probably by the unit. Suctions? And they, so they basically share the they're suction. Off, they're using two separate evaporators. Yeah. They're teeing off. They're using one condenser. Right? Two thermostats, two air handlers. Um, Huh. Sounds very similar to what I tried at my house. The first I the first time I did it, it was running for a while. And then uh yeah, took out a compressor. And then and how did you like fix it after? Quick, though? What's that? Didn't the second compressor fail right away? No. Second no? compressor uh it's been working. I mean, I haven't used it this summer because I have the, the Daikin installed now, but yeah. So how'd you fix it? Um, I installed a, uh, accumulator. Oh, okay. So, um, there's some, I don't know if these people know this to be facts, but someone said that the technician was extending a water hose and he was not aware of his surroundings and that's how he fell. Um, again, we don't know if that to be true or whatever. Um, and then chipmunk says you can get situational blindness and that is true. You, you, you just get hyper-focused on what you're doing and you Absolutely. tend to not pay attention to your, I, I had to, I had a discussion with a guy that I work with the other day because he was like, Hey, he was doing something. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I was an autopilot. I'm like, listen, this is, there's too many things that get, get screwed up in HVAC. No matter what you're doing, you are not capable of going into autopilot do not go into autopilot you need to be thinking about every little thing that you do because like bad things can happen very quickly right yeah yeah actually in that same post uh this guy commented and he was working on a roof you see a those guy comedy showing what he was working on and dude this roof was an infinity roof like you know infinity pools this thing was infinity roof there's no ledge no nothing it's just flat and it goes out and there's a condenser, maybe I don't know. I, it's hard to say. Maybe ten feet away, eight feet away. It's nuts, dude. That's, it's not uh, worth it. That's fucked up. Room, like I've done. Like, okay, so let's do this. What What's the yeah. stupidest thing you've done? What is the stupidest, most dangerous thing you've ever done? I I uh, I was working on a bougie bridle. Okay. And um, 
It was a service call. It was late on a Friday. It was probably four or five o'clock, whatever. And they were freaking out. They had a wedding party in there. And they were, you know, there was like a bunch of girls picking out wedding dresses or whatever, trying them on. And um, I had, I couldn't tell you what how big my ladder was. It's not the same ladder I use right now. Um, but I had my ladder and it barely reached the top of the building. Like didn't didn't make it, make it past the top. It was like yeah. flush with the top, right? So I went up there and I climbed all the way up to the top and I put my foot on the top and um I realized that it was like a 6 at least a 6 foot parapet wall. And I just took a step and I said, well, nothing I could do now. And I jumped down onto the roof and I'm like, how in God's name am I going to get off of this freaking thing? And it was terrifying getting off. I got to tell you, because it like it wouldn't have been that bad if the ladder actually came up and you had something to like. But you have like I had a big tool bag and this and that. And you're like sketchy, sketchy. I um. I do not do this. I regret doing this. Uh, I was working with another technician. This was very early in my career. We had a, uh, we were working at a shopping mall and we were lifting a makeup air unit, which is a giant uh, air handler essentially up onto the roof. And we had our, a mechanical lift lifting it up, but the mechanical lift was six foot shy of the edge of the roof. So we tied off on the makeup air unit and tied our waist around gas lines behind us. Ah leaned over the edge of the building and pulled the makeup air unit up the edge. The stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. Why didn't life. you make a video on that? <laughs> oh, this oh. was way before YouTube, my friend. This was like 2002. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. dangerous, man. So dangerous. We were tied, both tied off on the same single gas line, leaning over the edge of the building. The dumbest thing we ever did. And both of us had like those Gumby arms because it was so heavy. We were shaking and we both like looked at each other and it was the, all right, we're either dropping it or we're getting it over. And we both said, okay, let's do it. One, two, three, and leaned over and lifted the thing over. I would, oh my God, that was so dangerous, dude. Like it's still yeah, making I've, me sick to my I've stomach. Like, I'm talking smaller <laughs> condensers, like probably a ton and a half or two tons, but I've roped yeah. those up on the roof. You know I've I mean? done like, that too. I've that or whatever. I've done oh, that yeah. where I have a guy. Oh, God, this was so stupid. Because I, I think so many people probably have done it. It's not recommended. Yeah. Do yeah. not like trust me, but we'll try this um, at home. I was on the roof pulling and he was on the extension ladder pushing this big ass condensing unit up the extension ladder again. This ladder didn't make it to the edge, and I'm standing up there and he gets it to the edge, but he can't lift it anymore because he's standing on the extension ladder that doesn't meet the edge. So I'm holding it from the roof and my arms are shaking, and I'm like, All right, all right, it's going, it's going, you know, and then finally get it up and over. But God, man, the stupid shit, like, please don't, don't ever do that kind of stuff. Like, again, it's making me sick to my stomach. Just <laughs> when <sighs> some of the dumbest crap. Chimunk in chat was saying he, he, um, he loosed, he lost the thermal screw. Like what thermal screw on what? Just, uh, yeah. Elaborate more. Is there anything you could add on EVAP to me? Oh, they, for two systems, you could do like refrigeration. You can add those, uh, EPR valves. To maintain a certain pressure or drop down pressure that's the only thing it, I, that's a really loaded question because there's a lot of things like why what do you mean adding pressure? that's the, that's operating? the guy who was asking with two air handlers and one condensing unit oh you can add on evaps to maintain pressure oh anything to like oh. i guess help maintain pressure you could put like your valve after a suction i'm wondering like line. what the sizing of the equipment is what size are the mm -hmm. air handlers what size is the condenser outside you know yeah. is this like an older install it's been in for a long time um 
and like one big thing would be airflow you know mine was a two-stage system it had that unloader ring inside the scroll compressor and the way i had it set up was i had a two-stage thermostat inside the house and if the house ran by itself it could run in first or second stage depending on the demand inside um, but then also the outdoor or the uh, the second evaporator coil that I had set up, it was a single stage thermostat, but it was a smaller ton and a half evaporator on a three ton condenser. And um, so if that one called by itself, it could only run in first stage. And then if the house and the garage called at the mm -hmm. same time, it automatically kick up into second stage and everything. See, you have a two stage. That's awesome. Two stage. But I bet you, yeah, I don't know if this guy has a two stage. That's it will work with two stage, right? I can see. Um, I, can see. I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's not meant to do what we we're doing. Yeah, I did it just because I wanted to see if I could do it. If I, you know, yeah. was capable of doing it. Try to keep everything above the condenser so oil comes back <laughs> easily. But anyway. Oh man, I'm ready for yeah. summer to be over. Are you guys done with it yet? <laughs> not yet. I'm still go a little more. Like I like the money and I like the extra work and stuff, but I'm just I don't know. Uh, this I'm one made me laugh. This guy says he's shit in a crawl space in a five-gallon bucket in a trash bag. He was replacing a Goodman heat exchanger. The owner was not home, so he buried it in the woods behind his house. This <laughs> 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 is like a lot of work. I would have yeah. just thrown it in the trash, bro. <laughs> uh, put it in the trash bag, throw it in the dumpster, pick up a trash bag, put it underneath, put the other one on there. But the owner has no pets, has nothing. He's like, what's that smell? And then he see the he like investigates the one bag. of those owners. He investigates, opens a bag, and he sees like, oh, that tech. What an ass. <laughs> so that's why he did it that way. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jesus says he wants me to finish my house project. Uh, I want to finish it. We too, were, we were just talking crazy. about that. Chris is like, I don't know why I started this in the middle of summer. I freaking told you that. I'm like, dude, yeah, you man. need to do this not in the heat of the freaking year. You well, need to, like... I planned on doing it back in the fall, but everything just got busy. And then here we are. So, mm. yeah. So now, so now you have this big return girl cut in. The freaking thing is loud. You can't even watch your Golden Girl show that you watch every week. <laughs> and then you have all these holes cut in for all the boots around your tire. I do. I have boots cut in. There's what? Oh, you can't see them, but I have boots cut in, but I capped them off. So we're not getting the infiltration really. So they're all capped. I mean, I'm just pretty much at the point where I need to just shut my system down and put the new one in. But I've just been trying to like, maneuvered around call schedules and different things i'm probably going to send my family away for a weekend and just take my time over a weekend and do it mm. so go sleep at my office and it's going to take a lot of work i really think you need a you need a hand like hanging the the trunk you're gonna, that. You gonna come over here or what i mean if you pay me i'll come over there <laughs> <laughs> if you pay me i'll go yeah that's a that's a you know, I'm helping Bill for free. I got to pay for my own gas, but that's a driveway. You're uh, yep. it's a plane ticket, man. That's right. That is a plane ticket. So how about if he, plane, he paid for your plane ticket? What'd you do it? I'd do well, it. Well, Adam told me a long time ago he would have came. It just True. life got busy and I never had the time yeah. and everything to orchestrate yeah. it all. So the original plan was that I was going to get Chris Hughes out here. I was going to get Adam out here and we were all going to do a bunch of different stuff. And then just life happened and it just got busy and I never... My schedule's so jacked up. So oh, yeah, and uh, we we were uh, we're actually talking about going over to Bill Russell's house because he has a new construction home and he has some comfort issues over there. We we're gonna do the full workup on his house. Turns out he has a dirty furnace filter. 
Oh my well, god! It was more. It was more than just that, though. But no, it's he. I don't, we haven't gotten confirmation yet if it helped or not or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just joking. Didn't did he change it after? Though. Did he get better readings? He's like more legit. Uh, I, no, he's still. He didn't. He, I don't think he got a new filter yet. But it's no, we were just looking. He was just mentioning how much the pressure dropped, and then Adam was all, "That's a pleated filter, huh?" And he's like, "Yep." And he goes, "Yeah, get rid of that." So, because the system <laughs> yeah. just wasn't designed for. Listen, like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not uh, saying I don't. Bad. Like it's just it wasn't filters. designed for. It wasn't it, sized so. for it. Yeah. Yeah. Just like mine. Mine's not sized for a pleated filter either, but my new one will be. So. Yeah, Bill's pressure drop on a new pleated filter in his system was like 0. 0.45 or something like that. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> yep. so and how much was the fiberglass he, he said he put away? I, he didn't get the fiberglass yet, oh. but like, dude, the fiberglass like basically catches nothing. I've always I know. like uh, referred to as boulder catchers. You know what boulder I mean? Boulder only catches boulders. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. I don't come across those too much anymore. Like the odd one. Y'all want to come across? Keep it going. Still going. I told Bill if we do this, I'll bring. I'll drive. It's gonna be a pain, dude. Like driving the box truck for that distance all the way to his house. He's like, oh yeah, I want to say five six hours away. Uh, bad news, Monk wants to know if anyone ever works on the Linux control system, the L connection. L he needs connection. the software to download. You can get it off the Linux Pros website, LinuxPros.com, and you should be able to download the L connection software. Ding. Um, I have downloaded it before. Third, I always had problems with their control systems. It just never worked right for me. But um, mm -hmm. I know I've downloaded that software before. So you mm -hmm. also, you need the little, depending on if it's the new uh, setup or if it's an old control setup, you might need their little, uh, uh, it's like a converter or whatever that converts mm -hmm. it to USB or whatever. So yeah. So SVC Quest says fiberglass filters were things in the 70s. Well, yeah. they kind of still are a thing because people still size everything based off rules of thumb and it doesn't work. So true, true. Brand new construction house. Bill's not capable of using a pleated filter in his system. Right. Right, guys. Yeah. What was this like one point? What was his uh static? Like overall or whatever it was, his total static ESP, whatever. I don't remember what he said. Uh, wasn't it like a one inch or just over yeah. one? Inch? Like that? Yeah. Well, yeah. bad news, Monk. Uh, yeah, apparently LinuxPros.com is down because I just pulled it up and it says it's down, unavailable on 8.4 from 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. Central time. So, yeah, oh, nice. you have to wait a couple hours and then you can go to LinuxPros.com and download it. Mason Goose it doesn't even have a filter in his system and he's going fully duckless. So he doesn't <laughs> Well, that's fine because you get used to not having a filter because their filtration sucks on duckless. You're gonna have a I, oh yeah. What is that anyway? It's just like a screen or yeah. And then yeah, they give this like little thing where I can't remember what. What do they call that thing? Everyone, there's like this little goofy looking thing that they want you to pop in the middle of their filter. Um, I have no idea. And they say you're supposed to change that. Or, I don't know. It's just a freaking joke like come on let's be honest those things are they turn into moldy mess i never have seen a mini split that isn't just solid mold after like running for really? six yeah <laughs> piece of crap um ted yeah he got fired he's fired he gone think of the 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 most rotten thing that most vile thing that a person could possibly do and that's what bill did so yeah, yeah we just had to let him go
You so, want in? No, Bill is uh, Bill's working. He's running service calls right now. He was live on the show earlier. So if you're watching this, go to the replay, go back to the beginning. And he was showing, he was working on a walk-in cooler. So, yeah. It's pretty yep. cool. I like, like seeing any of you guys live. Oh, guess what I'm doing tomorrow, guys? Uh, we'll go ahead and cover this and then I'll talk about it. Chill Chilled water loop is 120 degrees with chiller water off. Pump. Water pump is running all the time. Air handler three-way valve is off and bypass and he just disconnected anything that would give heat and it's still 130 degrees the next day why what's 130 well i've seen i've seen loops um generate heat uh, closed loops just by friction they cause that's that's why they keep pumps a lot of oh time. with the pump running yeah oh the pumps water generate pump running heat. all the time oh okay yeah mm-hmm. and it could climb i've seen well, systems those climb up just by like pumps. it was a, a big building the pumps are Big pumps, right? yeah. Pumps, yeah. Yeah, every what they say, every horsepower. I don't know how much it is, but uh, you're generating heat for every horsepower, every brake horsepower. Even on the residential, line. those little cartridge pumps, you put your hands yeah. on those pumps, and they're they get warm. Right. You know, depending on the systems, what what chill system it is, they should be shutting off, or because I don't I don't know. I'm pretty sure hot water going through chillers could be damaging. But someone else in chat who works on chillers. Maybe we could talk about that, but I'm pretty yeah. sure it kills the, the uh, barrel or whatever, the evap. I could be wrong. Like That's what I heard. I don't know but anything about chillers. So neither, I signed up really. for, uh, for a nice family outing tomorrow, and I'm taking both my daughters to the happiest place on earth. And I don't know how well I'm going to do. Yellow What's Belly that? Cafe or whatever it's called. Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah. Oh, so. Disneyland. What? Oh, Disneyland. yeah. The, one, no. the happiest place on earth. Come on, bro. That doesn't. You don't know what that. No, I don't know these slogans. The phrase. Disneyland is the no. happiest place on earth. Like that's oh. what they call it. I, I read an article the other day how like the daughter or granddaughter of Walt Disney got, I think, got arrested or something like that because she was protesting. Someone was upset with some of the things that the current CEO was doing. I I read that one of the Disney heirs or something like that was upset or something, but. Going to the bank. <laughs> no, that's not the happiest place on earth lately. The bank is makes me sad. Ignorance is bliss. Don't open your mobile banking app. Don't look at your bank account balance because you're going to be sad. I promise you. So, yeah. My uh, my my van just took a poop. Uh, I think the the turbo never get a turbo, guys. Never get a turbo on a small motor because they just fail. It's yeah. like. It's like something small trying to move something big, you know. It's just just to make sense. Oh, yeah, anyways, yeah. Don't you have like a transit or a promaster yeah, or something? Transit. transit. And it just went after what two, three years? Done. Okay, it wasn't new. So today yeah. I bought another one. Oh, you did get another van today. For transit. Yeah, I did. I, I ended up oh, getting you it. Bought it happened so fast. Transit. Yeah. I you know what? It was either the transit or the the Mercedes uh Metris. I think it's perfect for me. But you're just Mercedes, so expensive. I, dude, the Mercedes that's that has your name on it. I know, but it's so expensive, dude. It's so that's expensive. The midget I can't do that right, right now. That's the midget what? one. That's the midget one, like the small. Yeah, one. the small one. A little longer than the Force Transit connects, but it's just dude, perfect. Every, it's all, uh, all the, under, the undergrounds and the sorry? U.S. Postal Service signed like this huge deal, and they transferred all over to those Mercedes Metris things. You know, the irony though is that like a lot of the government places they have these rules that you have to buy american-made cars and stuff but then yet u.s postal service signed a deal and bought a bunch of mercedes vans or whatever like i just 
I don't know. I found it funny, but well, I mean, Mercedes is as like it's is it considered half and half? Is it, isn't it Dahmer, Dimer, Chrysler, or whatever? Yeah, yeah, but they they bought that, so yeah. I don't know. Who knows? But it's, it's kind of like uh, Dykin and Goodman, you know? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm not a huge like. I don't. I just find the irony in it. I really don't care because honestly, like I like Japanese cars and Japanese cars last a lot longer than most American cars. So did you buy a new Joe? No, 2020. How many miles? 125. 125. You're going to be buying. Oh, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, 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 hey, 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 125 oh, kilometers. What does that mean? What the, what's so take off 20,000 miles? It's still fucking... no, it's more than that. It's like half. No, it's what is not. it? What's it? What's what is it, guys? What's 120 kilometers a mile? Let me know the conversion rate. I, I thought it was 1.2 or something. 1.21 gigawatts. Gigawatts, guys. Come on, come on, chat. You guys are usually quick. Come on, let's go. 120. Wait, I need to do you're gonna 80k kilometers and miles. 80k. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna Man, do? It still cost me a pretty penny. Bye. Everybody, dude, pay? cars went up. You guys know that. Yeah, you know 80, I mean? <laughs> Oh yeah, cars went so up. Cheap. Good God, cars went up, dude. Oh my God, I remember getting this other one like three, four years ago. It was so much cheaper. It was like half almost. So wait, how much does a turbo cost? Oh, it's not worth it. Not worth it. No, no, it has 240 on it kilometers. That's not worth it. I'm not going to change this. Get rid of it. 12240. 160. 160. Look at that. I could do math. Oh, dude, our current vans, we have to get rid of them right at 200,000 because that's when you run into transmission and engine problems. So, what, what, what how many? We get rid oh. of our vans around 200, anywhere between 200 and we're, we're gambling if we make it to 250,000 on yeah. our vans. We are seriously gambling. Most of the time when we gamble and get 250,000 on them, we end up putting an engine in it. Yeah. So, and then we're like, okay, time to sell it. We always yeah. do that. It's, it's really nice. Yeah. It <laughs> like, don't put the engine in and just get rid of it. Junk it or something, you know? Yeah, but you can put the engine in it. You could still make a couple grand. So we'll put it in there and then still make 10 grand off of the deal and then ah. sell it but yeah we're we've got two vans on order i don't know where they're at like we told the dealership but we didn't like officially make an order we just last time we were at the dealership he said he had like 10 allocated and we're like put two of them on in our name like you know we're, we'll take them and then we haven't heard anything so we're like what the hell where are those vans at he probably sold. probably sold them to uh one of the fucking big mega air conditioning companies that keeps buying up all the vans that's another Ooh. problem that we didn't think about. Well, oh. that people aren't paying attention. You've got these mega companies that are the the investors are buying all these different residential companies and whatever, and they literally are buying up all the vehicles. They are yeah. going to all the dealerships and they're like, we need 20 here, 20 here. So that way us that need like small companies, you know, I'm like, hey, I need a van. They're like, yeah, there's fucking none. They're all bought. I've had uh I've had three calls in the last week of uh, big, like, uh, what do they call those? Like venture capitalists or whatever, these people yeah. like trying to call. And, uh, but the thing is, they're like, are you interested in selling? I'm like, yep. And, uh, like, all right, well, um, we would like to like buy in and have you continue to run it. I'm like, no, I don't want to, like, I don't want anything to do with it. I'm not going to watch you guys sink my ship. That's I'm walking fucking... away. I'm going to walk. I sold, if I sold my business, 
um, nobody's going to pay me what I want. But if I sold my business, uh, it would have to be for me to be safe. Fucking peace out. I'm gone. Right. I'm not going to be here when you guys ruin that's, my shit. That's so. the point. Because I was like, I asked the guy, I'm like, what? If I want to get out because of the stress and the headache and everything, why am I going to continue doing it? But for somebody else, how does that make any sense to me whatsoever? You know? Yeah. So I'm curious to see what they, oops, that's not me. I'm curious to see what, uh, what they come up with. Like what, what are alternatives would you use instead of vans? Hmm. Oh, you can get like freaking little pickup trucks. You can get, yeah. you can put caps on pickup trucks um that kind of I, stuff i had a uh it wasn't ideal i probably could have set it up a little bit better but when i first started my business i had a 2010 dodge ram what what's the biggest cab mega cab that's like a yeah. full size like back seat like it's that's like the man yeah. and, and then there's there's like eight inches behind the back seat yeah. in the mega it's, cab. it's like a full grown man can go back there and you're comfortable it's like yeah. a full seat it's not like anything crazy so I had one of those and I bought it because I had to like tote my kids around in that. Um, but I had one of those. Did you guys ever see the bed slides? Yeah. I had yeah, a I bed slide. Those are cool. Yeah. That worked out really well because you don't have to climb in the back of the bed. You just yeah. pull the whole bed out. and That's half of the struggle. Yeah. Dude, I miss my service truck. I had a service truck and I just got burned out on it because I was getting six miles to the gallon. But um I loved how quiet it was. I had an extended cab, so I had seats behind me, but you know, only my kids could sit back there. There wasn't like full blown seats, but it was so nice and it was so quiet, dude. You didn't hear anything rattling around. So but it was a Chevy. It was I had the six liter in it, and um, but I had a full service body on it with a covered bed and everything. But the only thing that sucked is, is I could fit everything in it, but you had to roll the roll top to get everything out of the back. And if it's raining, you're like. <sighs> everything's getting wet let me get that refrigerant all the way at the back you know and that was a pain but it was somebody, it was nice for how comfortable it was yeah for sure somebody mentioned about the motor a motor coat what the hell is a motor coat oh, oh, i think that was like some sort of additive or something that you put in your engine to make it last oh longer. gotcha yeah 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 yeah. gotcha 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 yeah it's good to, it's good to see what people use yeah, I figured the Brits. Yeah, I figured the Brits used were, were easy to relate to my kilometers and my Canadian talk. But he's saying Brett exit Britain still uses miles per hour. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, um, I don't. Yeah, no, I'm not buying a freaking bread truck like Steve has. No, I'm not doing that. That thing's so loud. Whenever you watch his videos, what does he? What does he have? Steve Lavi has one of those bread trucks with malls. Oh, <laughs> oh dude, I would, I would go insane. I could not drive like that. I mean, that, good dude. for him. Like, he has everything yeah. in there. I'm not knocking the fact that he has everything, but I just couldn't drive that on the road, dude. <laughs> oh, I me either, dude. Me either. There's no way. But pretty much, he goes local, probably. Like, yeah, local. probably. For with, sure. Uh, being a refrigeration, you can't do just local here everywhere. Nope, I'm driving all over the you place think, right now. What? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I haven't heard. I haven't seen any videos from Steve Lab for a while. Really? I haven't watched in a while, but I probably should go over there and check out something and see if anything's changed. Yeah. So, I do like the ones though. My favorite ones are when he. They started to get a little old though, but when he really starts talking shit to the customers, like you can't help but laugh. But then you're like, God damn, bro! Like for real. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we didn't uh, mention something today. 
um, before we end the show, Adam dropped a great article in school today. That he did. And Chris Hughes was asking a question about it earlier because Chris Hughes what he said, said, how about we point out the fact, how the hell does Adam have time to write these crazy articles? Um, don't point that out because I don't have time. No, that's he doesn't. Right. That's He's the thing. Adam, Adam is currently experiencing something that I have gone through and am coming towards the tail end of overextending <laughs> myself. And uh, Adam is currently overextending himself, whether he'll admit it or not. Oh, I admit it. <laughs> Ding. I knew that was coming. <laughs> yep. He totally overextends himself, but he gets some great information out there. And I got to say, what you guys don't know is the amount of research and rewrites and edits and advice. Adam is has been working on this article for like three, four weeks. And before that, he was thinking about it in his head. And so, you, you know what the worst part about it is? I, everything was lined up perfectly when we were getting ready to post it. Everything was edited perfectly. And then something happened when it translated mm -hmm. over to the website and like the images shifted and everything. And I, oh. I thought in my email, I clicked on it like, oh, man. Can you briefly just give a little short synopsis of people watching who haven't seen it? What's it about? Or um, It is about sizing, you know, transfer grills, jumper ducks, and door undercuts. Like the, there's different like ways of doing it. And I, I guess it's it's like different organizations like ACA, uh, Energy Star. Um, there's this dude, Residential Ventilation Handbook, Paul Reamer, Raymer. Um, and then uh, there was an article that I referenced in there, John Tooley. Uh, so there's all kinds of stuff, like, but different people have different ways of doing it. And I went through kind of like a workflow in each method and showed what the difference in sizing would be in that. Very interesting. Because, you know, a lot of people don't even know what door undercuts are used for a return a lot of times. You know what I mean? So Just it's a pretty alone. common thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to post a link to the article. You can go to HVACRschool.com there you go. to find the article. Bing. I'm posting a link in the chat right now. Um, understand something too. Adam goes through this article because I gave it a read today. And, um, you know, he has information in the article showing one manufacturer's. It shows ACA's way. It shows this way. It shows that way. And you have to do your research and choose the method that you want to go with because they do give some different numbers between the different Good methods. Point. So, Good point. You know, and um, you just got to do your research and choose a way for sure. But I was trying to think about something real quick. I want to get into this, but like what, why wouldn't mm. everybody just tie a return into every bedroom? Like what's you know, the downside to tying in a return? So, I mean, I think that this would be a good, I would like to, this would be a good conversation to have with Jenry, right? Okay. Um, because Jenry lives in a super humid, super freaking hot area. I think he's in Miami, isn't he? He's definitely in Florida. Yeah. yeah. South Miami. Florida for sure. Yeah. But like, all right. So let's say you have ducks in an unconditioned space, like an attic. Uh, same thing with my brother in New Orleans. Um, so you have the potential of if you have one central return with a short duct run, it's a lot less likely that you're going to have major. I mean, not impossible, but a lot less likely that yeah. you're going to have severe duct leakage. The more joints and connections you have, the mm -hmm. more possibilities for duct leakage that there is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's one one thing. Um, and then also you have um, even if you don't have leakage, you have heat gain on the ductwork. 
um, even if it is insulated, if it's in an unconditioned space, you are losing heat or gaining heat depending on the season, mm -hmm. right? Um, on your ductwork. So minimizing that's a big deal. What do you think? Do you think it's possible that if you incorrectly size your ductwork, that you could have less of a restriction pulling from a bedroom than pulling from other parts of the house? So is it possible that if you re had a reducted return that you could you know, um, mess with the airflow for the rest of the house because it's like, you know, it's easier to pull from certain areas as opposed to pulling from the rest of the house and getting an even. I, I, think, I think it's probably very probable to be honest yeah. with you. And honestly, like I know that they like the, the, the way to do it is to not install balancing dampers mm. on returns. It's only uh -huh. supplies, but like it is very possible to have a room that's over returned. And you're pulling the room negative, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And then you're pulling in outside air or attic air or crawl space air into that space because it is negative. Um, yeah, for sure. So like if you're not careful on room pressures and you're just throwing returns anywhere, you very likely could be creating mm -hmm. issues. And it Makes might sense. not be like a system issue where you hook up your gauges to it or whatever. You're like, hey, this thing is not working right. It's more yeah. like the a comfort issue. Off. Yeah. 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 So, so a more common way that I see, especially in like new homes and stuff like that is, is people are going the path of installing jumper ducts or transfer grills. That's what I'm doing in my house is transfer grills. And by that, you still have a central return. You're still, the house is, is a, is, is a giant system as it is. So if you have properly sized transfer ducts, then you're feeding air in. The interesting thing though, that I kind of got from your article and you've kind of been telling me too, was in my head at first. You know, I was thinking, okay, well, I'm going to leave my existing supplies. I'm going to cut in new supplies and boom, we're good to go. But then when you start thinking about it, and like you pointed out in the article too, you have to have a, res a low resistance transfer grill. So because you're not forcing that air out of that room, you want the air to naturally make its way out of the room. So it's, it's feasible that your, well, I know this to be true, that your supply diffuser coming into your room could be significantly smaller than the actual transfer grill you know, that you're going to be having leaving the room because you have to have a low resistance path for that air to exit. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's like more than likely you're, I mean, you're going to have a larger one, you know what I mean? But yeah, you can take yeah. into account uh, door undercuts. Right. That's a big right. thing because you're uh, based on the size of your door undercuts, you're going to have, uh, you know, return path, you know, return air moving underneath the door. So you don't necessarily, if you have a hundred CFM going into a room, you don't need to always transfer a hundred CFM back out if you have it. Mm. Right. Right. So that's exactly. interesting, but yeah, you guys definitely got to check out that article. I'm definitely going to read it again. Me too. Uh, <laughs> I want to read it again yeah. too. I you told me to read it that night. I was like, ah, was so late. Yep. That was cool. For sure. Well, right on. I think it's time we wrap this up. Well, yeah. The ideas and what I don't know what Bill says. I'm just going to skip all that nonsense. But hey, one other thing I want to say. Hey, Randy. Oh, yeah. What's up, Randy? Randy. See? Our number two fan. He is our number two fan. He found a, a new YouTube channel. Oh. Uh, right. I actually wow. just sent Randy some stuff for his birthday, too. Oh, that was so. nice. Maybe we'll win him back. Maybe. Maybe. You know, maybe the sweater that I sent him. 
maybe so Ooh, <laughs> sweater guys in the summer. In he's like great what am i gonna do with this fucking sweater it's 100 degrees in my house <laughs> my bad save it I, po- I thought you posted in our group but there is a problem with his ac or something i, I, I read it briefly i don't know oh did you guys but, see too i didn't get to address this on here so my wife was just in north carolina last week and uh i had her go to one of these um like kind of more laid back towns it's like a real um i don't know it's like a they got stickers and shit everywhere all over the place right so i had her take a bunch of my stickers and stick mm-hmm. them in various places on that town and then i oh, posted yeah. on social media that's cool that's cool and like told that. people if you go take a picture with a sticker and send it to me I, I i sent him a sweater i got a guy that sent me a picture uh two days ago so oh he was- he found it yeah, yeah, he found one. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so I got a sweater sent out. Actually, I haven't <laughs> sent it out yet, but I got his information. So, so all right, cool. so Joe just posted something. I know we're trying to get out of here, but real quick, Joe just yeah, posted something. The guy is thinking about having multiple mini split systems installed for a completely ductless system for a house with only an old downdraft roof swamp cooler. Rip out the swamp cooler ducts. I think he posted something earlier about him not having a filter in there or something like that. And I was like kind of ragging on mini splits a little bit. But hearing that he has a swamp cooler leads me to believe he lives in a fairly dry area. Yeah. Yeah. If he lives in a fairly dry area, my guess would be there's a probably less likelihood of mold on the evaporator. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, why not? Evaporator's drier. Yeah. 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 But I would get rid of the swamp cooler, though. I would duck that off and seal it up. I don't even know um, you guys. I mean, you need a little bit of fresh air coming in, but um, I don't think you want that infiltration coming from that anymore because you're just going to get sand and crap blown in there, especially mm-hmm. if you're in a dry climate. So yeah. personally, I would, but for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, let's cool wrap show, it. guys. Yeah. See you next